I've always said the best thing that money can buy is choice. In other words, the choice to do what you want with whom you want, when you want, without restrictions. You have the choice to buy better health care, the choice to buy healthier food, the choice to get the medicines you want or the roof over your head you want, right? Choice is the best thing money can buy. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show. Today is another Money Monday where we talk all things money, and it's going to be really interesting today because we're going to talk about does money make you happy? And I know we've addressed this before, but there's this brand new study that came out with some shocking results in it. And so I want to share that with you guys. But as you know, I start every single show with what I'm grateful for. Today, I'm grateful for my wife and especially her team. I'm very grateful for her team that just crushed it on the pre-launch of her new product, Glossy, which is a skin routine you can drink, right? So if you're already drinking liquid IV, if you're already drinking Element or any of these hydration sticks, Trade it out with Glossy, and it's also your entire skin routine. Matter of fact, skin, hair, nails, everything you need to feel and look a little bit better. So anyhow, they did their pre-launch, and it went freaking awesome, and they put so much work in Like, you won't believe the behind-the-scenes that I saw. So my gratitude today is really for Lori's team and the way they support her. It is just incredible to watch how they all work together. All right, so this study just came out, and I see everyone talking about it everywhere. So I figured, hey— What a great thing to talk about on Money Monday on the podcast here. So in case you didn't see it, a study came out by Empower, which is a big financial services company. And they studied, you know, several thousand people asking them, how much do you need to make to be happy? And what do you think your net worth needs to be to be happy? And the results were fascinating. And I think this is why everyone's talking about it. Now, in the past, when you've done these studies, one of the most famous studies, the number was always 75,000 that you needed to earn, except the problem with that study is it's really, really outdated. And there's all sorts of empirical data kind of pointing at the the flaws and just one broad stroke saying, oh, this amount of earning this will make you happiest. So that one kind of got thrown out. And they did this new one. And the new one, (laughs) I guess the most shocking thing in here was that millennials said they needed to earn $525,000 a year in order to be happy. Let me repeat that. Thousands of people were surveyed, and they broke them down by Gen Z, millennials, Gen X, and boomers. And the millennials, their answer on average was $525,000 a year to be happy. And so I see everybody on social media being like, they're crazy, they're greedy, they're out of touch, all these crazy things. But I'm not so sure they are out of touch. Now, if you're curious what the other generations answered as an average, here's what they are. We'll start with the oldest generation. Boomers said that they needed to earn $124,000 a year in order to be happy. Gen X, which is kind of where I fall, I'm on the young side of Gen X, said they needed to earn $130,000 a year to be happy. 
Millennials, as I already stated, said they needed to earn $525,000 a year to be happy. And I think that's why I was talking about is it's so far apart from these other generations. And Gen Z, this was really interesting, said they only needed $128,000 to be happy. Now, if you're wondering like, okay, how can there be such a discrepancy between millennials and everybody else? I think the first thing to think about is most boomers answering this are kind of already retired. They've already kind of gone through that earning power phase where they had to buy their first houses and, and put kids through college and do all those things. And so now they're kind of in the mode of how much money do I need to maintain this life, the years that I have remaining, that I have right now. A lot of boomers already have their homes paid off, all that stuff as well. So of course, it's not going to require as much to live and be happy. Gen X, though, that's interesting, $130,000 a year. That one, I don't really have an explanation for other than I feel like when you really look at what $130,000 a year can buy you, and of course, it's different based on where you live, you know, living in LA or living in New York, $130,000 doesn't go very far, but living in maybe Lincoln, Nebraska or Green Bay, Wisconsin, it definitely gives you a better lifestyle. But anyhow, Gen X answering $130,000, that one surprised me a little bit because I thought, eh, maybe it'd be a little bit higher. And then millennials answering $525,000. This is the one that everyone's freaking out over, saying they're out of touch and all this stuff. But are they? Let me start with this. I've always said the best thing that money can buy is choice. In other words, the choice to do what you want with whom you want, when you want, without restrictions. You have the choice to buy better healthcare, the choice to buy healthier food, the choice to get the medicines you want or the roof over your head you want, right? Choice is the best thing money can buy. It also is the choice to not be stuck at a job that you hate, but you go for 40, 60, 80 hours a week. So I still maintain that choice is the best thing that money can buy. But will money make you happy or not is really what this survey is about. And what I've learned, I just turned 46 last week. What I've learned is this. I think the ultimate goal around your finances, around what you earn and how much money you have, is to know what makes you happy, what does not make you happy, and to be able to get it without reservation. Let me repeat this. Where I think money comes into play with your happiness is it enters into this factor of knowing what makes you happy, what does not necessarily make you happy, and then being able to spend whatever amount that is to achieve those two things without reservation, without restriction. So for example, when I say without reservation, what I mean is, let's say you're like, boy, I'm really tired of sitting in the, the middle seat when I fly somewhere in coach. I've got no leg room. I've got a guy to my left and a guy to my right, and I'm stuck, and I'm just not happy, but I still want to go on vacation. Well, then, if you wanted to book first class, to be able to do that without reservation, that's where money comes in. Or if you wanted to fly private, to be able to do that without reservation, that's where money comes in. But here's another example. To not have to spend something to look cool. To not have to wear clothes just because you think people want to see you in them. To not have to drive a certain car or live in a certain house or go to a certain restaurant or take a certain vacation. To be able to say, no, I'm comfortable not doing those things. And to do it without reservation is also where money comes into play. In other words, you don't feel the pressure to spend money on things for other people's approval, even though they don't really make you happy at the core. Like, listen, I have spent a lot of money on enough things in life for the wrong reasons to understand that in that instance, money is not making you any happier. But in the instance where you're able to pay for convenience or solve a problem, then yeah, indeed, it is making you happier. I'll give you a real life example. So as I said a couple minutes ago, I just had my 46th birthday. And my family, my friends, they're all like, hey man, what do you want to do for your birthday? 
Do you want to go to a really cool restaurant somewhere? Do you want to go on a trip somewhere? Do you want to, us to throw a party? What do you want to do? And I said, no, I don't want any of those flashy things. What I value the most right now is I just want to hang out with the people I love the most and have my mom make a taco bar. Yep, like, you know, all the taco fixings, you make your own tacos. At her house, the house that Nick and I bought her in Arizona where she spends her winters, and just play games. That's it. No frills, no fancy, no nothing. I want a taco bar with the people that I love and playing games. And it was the best birthday ever. So it didn't take a lot of money to be max happiness in that situation. But then the very next day, Lori and I took our two sheepadoodles and we got on a private plane on the world's busiest travel day. And I mean, literally, it set a new record for the world's busiest travel day. We were able to pull right up to the plane, get right on with, you know, maybe 10 minutes before we flew off. And Lori and I, the two sheepadoodles, sat there comfortably as we flew to our California home so we could spend a few more weeks in California before we go back to our Arizona home where we're going to spend most of the winter. Pretty bougie right? Takes a lot of money to do that. So look at those two extremes. Money didn't guarantee happiness if we went to a fancy restaurant. Instead, I knew I'd be unhappy doing that. So I just wanted to stay in with the people I love the most and play games and have a taco bar. But then to avoid TSA and all the lines of the busiest travel day of the year or driving and getting stuck in traffic or any of those pains that would make me unhappy, we simply got on a private jet, Lori and I, our two sheepadoodles, and flew to our home in California where we're happiest. So sometimes it does take money to achieve max happiness. And sometimes spending money trying to achieve happiness is just a misguided distraction. So where does all this kind of intersect with this survey that came out? Well, I think millennials are in the thick of trying to buy that first home, trying to start saving for their kids' college, right? Most millennials have a couple kids by now trying to climb that corporate ladder or start that business or make that next hire. I think they're trying to do all this while also saying, you know, in a time of record inflation and record housing prices and really high interest rates and all these other things, damn it, it's hard to put a life of convenience together. And I'm struggling here. And if I had $525,000 a year, I'm not sure how they came to that number, but if I had $525,000 a year, it would solve these problems. I wouldn't have to worry about how to get that three or four bedroom home. I wouldn't have to worry about having two reliable cars because cars are an all-time record high for how much cars cost. I wouldn't have to worry about the higher interest rates. I wouldn't have to worry about inflation and food, inflation and gas. I wouldn't have to worry about what it costs to put my two kids through college, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. I think that's where their answer came from. It's not from them being snobby or bougie or anything like that. It's them saying, dang it, I'm trying to put together a life that is happy, a life of convenience, and it's never been harder to do than it is today mathematically. And they're right. And so I'm not taking the stance of everyone bashing them for being out of touch, for not understanding how much money that is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think they have reached that point in their life where they are finally starting to taste the importance of being able to purchase convenience. I think they're finally reaching that point in life where they understand what they do want out of life and also what they don't want out of life. And they're starting to reconcile how much money it takes to be able to achieve that. I'm really curious what your thoughts are. Let me know. Does money make you happier in any way? And are the millennials crazy for thinking they need $525,000 a year to be happy? Or are they the only ones that sat down, put pen to paper, and are starting to demand convenience and a life that they would enjoy. I'd love to get your perspective. Always DM it to me on Chris W. Harder on Instagram. I love when you guys send me messages. And don't forget, 
If you want to see the world through a positive money mindset perspective every morning that you wake up, text me the word daily and I'll throw you on the list of people that I text every morning when I wake up a positive money mantra to. Just text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word daily to 310-421-0416. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.